Today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Don't let others track what you do. Anonymize yourself at expressvpn.com slash inside. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Inside Gaming Daily for Friday. Oh, I, I did. I got to read. Hold on. I can get this. I can do this. All right. We're okay. busting out an instrument. sit your ass down. Let's talk about something a little unexpected today. Game Pass, Xbox's much-praised subscription service, has been making indie devs a lot of money. Actually, pretty awesome. And um, we'll get into all the details on today's Daily. Happening now! So yeah, as we all know, this console generation has not been the best for Microsoft. Xbox One had a bad rollout. Lack of exclusives ultimately was outsold pretty handily by the PS4. But there's been one unquestionable bright spot for the console... Well, two, backwards compatibility, but the one we're talking about now, Game Pass. While it's only a few years old, Game Pass is probably the most beloved subscription service in video games, giving players access to a wide variety of games for a monthly fee, including a lot of newly released stuff. I use Game Pass a lot and recommend it incredibly highly. It is such good value, and I find a ton of games there that I haven't played anywhere else. Yeah. Ooh, good. I'm glad you said that because that's kind of what the story, that's kind of the point. Ah, of the oh, yeah. oh. Uh, we got a professional on our hands. Uh, here, it's, it's almost <laughs> like they wrote the script. Alana, to your point, Game Pass is amazing. It's also really cool that you can play it on your PC as well. I think that adds like so much to its value. Xbox One defenders point to Game Pass a lot as one of the best reasons to own the console because if you play a lot of stuff, that $10 a month turns out to be really good value. Makes sense. Um, but what about the devs who make those games? Uh, if their game is on on Game Pass, surely you'd assume they're losing money. I mean, that's like... Oh, Autumn. <laughs> they're not. Any, anybody? Anybody else? Or is it just me? <laughs> actually, no. We're hearing from developers that having their game featured on the service actually boosts sales by a lot. So think next time you speak, okay? Yeah, it's kind of counterintuitive, but one developer has said they love having their game on the service. Specifically, we're talking about Mike Rose, the founder of the indie game publisher No More Robots, talked about how much he hearts Game Pass. He specifically pointed to one of his games, the mountain biking game Descenders, and he was really stoked because it was the eighth most popular game on Game Pass. I actually downloaded Descenders because of Game Pass, play it frequently, and I've mentioned it on a bunch of shows. Uh, it, it's legitimately a downhill mountain biking game, but it's like a very good mix of relaxing and really difficult. So Descended is a game that I play like if I'm on the phone or something. It's like, or if I'm waiting for something else to download, like I'm super into it. Um, and I found it 100% because of Game Pass. It's really good. I really like it. Yeah, I think that's part of like what his whole thing with Game Passes and why he likes it so much. Because if you think about it in terms of the money, it's like you can only slice $10 a month so many ways. And then there are hundreds of other games on Game Pass. But Rose said specifically that the exposure due to being on Game Pass has been a massive boost to the game sales. It makes sense. It's probably not something that like you would just find randomly and then be like, I want to play this. Rose wrote, if I take the month before we went into Game Pass and compare it to sales of the game last week, we're now selling around five times as many units each week as pre-Game Pass on a weekly basis. He added, since we went into Game Pass, our total Xbox sales have tripled. So yeah, that's insane. Rose added that they just signed a new Game Pass deal for Descenders, meaning that it'll be on the service for a long time to come. He also added, I cannot stress how incredible Xbox Game Pass has ended up being for Descenders. It's elevated the game to new heights we couldn't have imagined. 
which is funny because it's a game called Descenders. Oh, oh yeah, because you're mountains doing this. Yeah. and like ascenders. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah, exactly. Ascenders. But, but yeah. jokes. <laughs> All here on today's Inside Gaming Daily. But it's not just one game. Industry analyst Matt Piscatella took note of Rose's story and added that he's certainly seen many other examples of this kind of correlation. Totally makes sense. The benefit of a service like Game Pass for an indie game is like we were saying, people can try your game pretty much risk-free since they're already subscribed so they can sample a lot of different games and genres. Just take a little taste of that little taste of that yeah rose kind of alluded to that saying that descenders is maybe not the game you'd see on a shelf and pay for but if you were told you can play any game on the shelf for free you'd be more likely to pick it up and then end up telling your friends to play ah word of mouth that's I've like, done that. Uh, I tell yeah. a lot of people to play that game. Mm -hmm. It's like when I worked at GameStop and I was allowed to rent games on the literal physical shelf for free because I was an employee there. And that's how I found Sneak King. And that's how my love affair with that game began. What? Is this a Burger King game? <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> This won't surprise you, but Xbox was delighted to hear about all this. Xbox Marketing General Manager Aaron Greenberg quoted Rose's tweet and said, Love to see stories like this of Game Pass helping developers like No More Robots find and expand the audience for their games. He just quote tweeted and he just wrote, Love to see it. Love, you love to see it. Love to you see love it. Love to see it. Uh, and gamers weighed in too, saying that Game Pass has encouraged them to actually buy games. I went looking around, and over on the Xbox One subreddit, user Legendary Enigma, fantastic gamer name, noted that I got six of my friends to buy Monster Hunter because we all knew eventually that it was going to come off Game Pass. Another player, Joe Mitchell, tweeted Game Pass lets players like me who have bills, kids, and a mortgage. I see you, Joe. Take a punt on games like this. I'll be checking it out. And if I like it, awesome. If it's not for me, then no big deal. Like we said, if you've already paid the subscription fee, you're more likely to check a game out that you might not normally. And I've totally done this a bunch of times with Game Pass, but it's also not just games. We've also seen that in music services like Spotify, uh, people try out new genres of music because it's not going to cost them any more than the subscription fee. I listen to my Discover Weekly on Spotify every single week to find new music. <gasps> me too. Yeah, it's cool. Every week. And then yeah. I just like the ones that I like and I dislike like the ones that I don't like. It almost feels like I'm making a, a cool little judgment as I walk yeah. about my week. So yeah, Rose has actually been singing the praises of Game Pass for a while now. Last year, he told GamesIndustry.biz that he was initially worried about putting Descenders on Game Pass because he thought it would tank sales. <laughs> well, Rose, you were wrong about that. Uh, but he did add, I had assumed that why would anyone buy the game when they can literally see it on Game Pass? But the free promotion makes it worth it, he said, adding, being on Game Pass means that you basically have constant featuring on Xbox. Your game is on the dashboard all the time. People are seeing our game every day. Xbox boss Phil Spencer said they noticed the same thing with even their first party games that they put on Game Pass. He told GamesIndustry.biz last year that rather than cannibalizing sales, quote, we sell more copies of those games than we think we would have if they weren't in Game Pass. So it even works for the big uh, first party stuff too. Back in 2018, Phil was saying the same thing, telling the site levelup.com that Game Pass basically gets word of mouth going about a game with people telling their friends about it, which is, I guess, what we theorized. Uh, he added, when you put a game like Forza Horizon 4 on Game Pass, you instantly have more players of the game, which is actually leading to more sales of the game. Some people have questioned that, but when State of Decay 2 launched, you saw if you looked in the US at the NPD, you saw this game selling really well, 
the month it launched in the US. Uh, both very good games for the record, Forza Horizon 4 and State of Decay 2. If we're talking about word of mouth, I love both of those games. Yeah, did gamers find things to play based on what everybody else is playing? What's number one on Mixer? What's number one on Twitch? What are my friends playing? What are people saying on Discord, etc.? But it's worth noting that developers aren't a monolith. They're all different, and some have actually con expressed concerns about Game Pass in the past, saying, well, let's maybe, maybe we'll put some stuff on it, but we, we got to be a little careful. Cube creator Dan DeRocca was lukewarm to the idea at E3 last year. Speaking about putting games on Game Pass, he said, at the smaller studio scale, if the price is right, that can work. But at this point in time for us, it would mainly be for back catalog stuff to get on there onto emerging platforms to test the waters. I think you have to look at the numbers to see if it makes sense. Sounds like Dan DeRocca, Rocha, Roca, however the f you say his name, has a boat and he's out there testing the waters. He's probably a boat guy. Oh, a boat Sounds guy. Sounds like a boat definitely. guy to me, yeah. But with other indie devs, it looks like they have crunched the numbers and decided that Game Pass is more than worth it. Ooh, those numbers no, uh, are crunchy. Hmm, mm. a nice crunchy number. <laughs> That sounds like an old-fashioned way to say somebody's handsome. Like that, Darren. He's a he's a crunchy number. He's a smooth operator and a crunchy number. I don't know. I can see what you're saying, though. Yeah. It's a regional thing. It's a Philadelphia thing. Philadelphia, the great trash fire of America. Okay. New Jersey's right there. It's one of those situations. It seems like a win-win for everyone, and I have seen people in the industry space talking about how they feel like maybe Game Pass will change the landscape long-term because in leading into the next console generation, it is very clear to me that that's what Xbox is focusing on is subscriptions rather than hardware or even exclusives. But that might change the landscape and that it might encourage people to make shorter games. So they will be making shorter, more bite-sized titles that they can more easily put up on Game Pass without accruing a ton of potential loss because the development time wasn't as long. So Game Pass does have the potential Obviously, that's without data right now, but does have the potential to really significantly uh, change the kind of games that get made. Yeah, in, in a way, changing the game. Nice. Pause the game game. Well, pa the game game. Change of the Have game. a good weekend. <laughs>